Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to tell you all about the brand new WWE NXT 2.0 gimmick that has already <laughs> been deleted. Why Vince McMahon changed Raw's main event this week. We have some backstage details on WWE's interest in Britt Baker. And Karrion Cross asks his missus to fall and say I do. He's <laughs> got engaged, you see. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I don't know why I bother. <laughs> it's the news. Because I'm never going to come up with anything as good as that. Let's kick things off uh, by talking about Joe Gacy. He debuted a new gimmick on this week's episode of NXT, and uh, the terminology used, you could figure out what they were kind of going for, couldn't you? Um, he was talking about safe spaces, he was talking about microaggressions, male privilege, he uh, <laughs> wants to resolve conflict through unity and everything else. He, yeah, that's what wrestlers should do. Yep, he cut this promo, uh, he had a match with Cameron Grimes, uh, he lost, but he shook Cameron Grimes' hand, all this stuff went Tried on. Tried to hug him afterwards, Yeah, man of peace. Uh, all of that stuff. It might be dead already. It might be gone already. <laughs> WWE have deleted a multitude of references to this character and to this segment. Social media wiped. Website wiped. There's still some photos up in the gallery and everything else because you kind of have to acknowledge that on the show, Cameron Grimes beat Joe Gacy. Yeah. That was the thing that happened. No, Cameron Grimes um, just beat a guy in a shirt. Yeah. That's what <laughs> Who's this guy? We'll, we'll forget about him and men in black. <laughs> flashy, flashy thing. I mean, they did pretty, they introduced about 20 people, so I already have <laughs> Yeah, they do. It's it's a good thing about NXT at the moment. It's like, hey, here's 20 new guys. <laughs> Moving away from the point a little bit there, but yes. this comes kind of following. And the, by the way, there's no indication that these two things are linked. However, the gimmick got a bunch of media coverage from outlets that wouldn't normally touch pro wrestling. So there was the Daily Mail here in the UK, that bastion of journalism, of course. Right. Uh, Fox News and the New York Post wrote an article on it. And that article was titled WWE Pokes Fun at the Woke Left <laughs> with New Wrestler. So, uh... No word on what this means for the character going forward. I guess we'll find out in due course. Um, but, you know, it, it was a clear attempt at, you know, capitalizing on certain terms that, that provoke a passionate response from all kinds of folk uh, online. I'm being diplomatic about it yes. here. And, uh, you know, I, theoretically, right, touching on real life stuff 
it's an interesting idea, right? And there's nothing to say that storytellers shouldn't do that. But wrestling has kind of proven itself untrustworthy. It, yeah. it can't be trusted when it comes to, to stuff like this, can it? So maybe this is for the best. Yes, exactly. Uh, look, the Joe Gacy, the person, is really talented. I Super hope nice guy, really forward. talented. He yeah. hit a mint uh, handspring lariat off the ropes yeah. in that match against Cameron Grimes. I hope he just gets a new character because yeah, he's clearly very talented in, inside the ropes. But... Like you say, this character was always going to be really problematic. Just very quickly, I know, you know, commiserations to Joe Gacy and good luck to him going forward. It's Tony D'Angelo, okay. <laughs> We've not heard Don't anything. Don't tell me that character sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> We've not heard anything on Tony D'Angelo and his Uncle Paulie ah. as of yet. So, uh, well, keep your eyes open for that one. But uh, yeah, maybe, maybe Joe will get repackaged. Maybe he'll keep doing the character. Who knows? My money was on Tony D'Angelo getting changed first. First of all, because of what this, what yeah. is this character? <laughs> yeah. I'm from Chicago, but I speak with a New York accent. But now I'm what? on the Atlantic. Does yeah. he think Chicago's on the Atlantic? And I think his names, <laughs> we don't know a lot about it over here in England, but apparently his name's like associated with someone who's problematic and stuff. It's like, oh. pick any other name that well, sounds vaguely soprano -y. His real name is Joe Ariola. Why not call him, <laughs> why not call him Joey Nips? Pity <laughs> mess. Huh? Already got one of those. Yeah, Already got one of those. Anyway, let's move on and talk about Monday Night Raw. A brilliant main event, of course, this week. Pitting Universal Champion Roman Reigns versus WWE Champion Big E versus former WWE Champion Bobby Lashley. It was great. Uh, it did very well in the ratings as a result of it. And the reason why it was changed, because, of course, initially it was advertised it was going to be the New Day versus the Bloodline. That started the show and led to all this, basically. The reason why it was all changed, according to Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio, is because of what happened in the house shows leading up to this, where they sort of gave a bit of a trial run to this match, Lashley versus Reigns versus Big E. It got amazing, an amazing reception in the likes of Georgia, South Carolina. And Vince McMahon thought... Well, I guess we'll go for that instead. It clearly paid off dividends. The change was made around midday on Monday, which is early by Raw standards. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think it makes a lot of sense. And I suppose, for once, Vince McMahon completely vindicated in his decision. Yeah, yeah I mean, it made for a better show, didn't yes. it? Yes. Like, because the... We knew the trios match was advertised. They ended up doing that first. It was very good. You still get that Survivor Series. There was no yeah, satisfactory you... conclusion. Actually, there was. Actually, it didn't go. I always think it went to a DQ because yeah. Bobby Lashley murdered everyone. But the ref went... No, that's okay. Yeah. He's, he's murdered both parties, so it's okay. That's the thing with these uh, these the, these things, isn't it? Like the booking might be a bit wonky, but if you're able to keep the booking at arm's length and enjoy the action, yes, like, the match was good, and then you get to the main event, which was tremendous. And like Vince, it paid off as well. Raw did a really good number against yeah. NFL competition. The AEW. Yeah, they they reclaimed uh, their two week losing <laughs> that <laughs> epic two week losing streak <laughs> in the 18 to 49 demographic. It was a good match. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It was Next. a good match. I like the match. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, Britt Baker, Britt Baker, let's talk about Britt Baker. WWE reported interest in Britt Baker. Uh, this story kind of started buzzing around yesterday. Adam Cole, who's Britt Baker's partner, of course, was on oral sessions with Renee Paquette. Genuinely one of the best podcasts out there, just not number one in the UK. Like we, are, so. we need to sort this light out. Why am I so shadowy? <laughs> but, like, stuff, It's things. spooky news. It's nearly spoopy Halloween uh, time. Spoop-a-loop-a-doop, get muted. Uh, Adam Cole was on oral sessions talking about how Previously, NXT officials had been like, hey, if Brits ever available, let us know, yada, yada, yada. Fightful Select have followed up with a report on this, uh, stating that around about the time WWE were operating under the assumption that Cole's contract expired in late 20... What year is it? 2021. Um, they were maybe planning on making a move for Brit if she became available. Now, Brit has obviously re-signed with AEW. That was announced earlier this month. 
no formal discussions took place between WWE and Brit because that would be tampering and you can't tamper. That is illegal. IRS would be on your doorstep. <laughs> Mike Rotunda shout outs. So yeah, I mean, it's easy to see why they'd be interested in Brit. She's a star. She's over. She's tremendous at what she does. Um, but, you know, the baby family nice uh, are in AEW now it would be well funny if Adam Cole joined and she went right that's me out I can't, I'm yeah. sorry I can't spend this amount of time while they're off all the time <laughs> this guy go away um, man <laughs> like, it makes a lot of sense I think if you gave WWE the opportunity to cherry pick anyone from the AEW roster I'd say Britt Baker would be in Should the be top five yeah. without question she's incredibly talented one of the real stars of that women's division one of the reasons that women's division has arguably rehabilitated so, so well this year uh, and it makes sense that WWE yeah. would lean on the connection that they have through Adam Cole but they're all in AEW now they all seem to be very happy apart from the fact that Adam Cole hates Tony Schiavone and Britt Baker hates the fact that Adam Cole got a bit intimate in an Instagram post yesterday with the NXT Championship mm, very weird uh, speaking <laughs> of relationships yeah I'm gonna allow that uh, congratulations to Karrion Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux who are now engaged it was revealed uh, yesterday on Scarlett's Twitter I still don't really know what their relationship is in terms of WWE right now is yeah. she his former manager is she his current manager is she the person that's going to hopefully save him for whatever dross they've got booked for him on Monday Night Raw but putting all that to one side Karrion Cross, I've never seen him look so happy obviously he's a very grumpy gritty mean Tough guy, guy. On, uh, on TV but he looks ecstatic understandably they both do uh, yeah as I said Scarlett uh, shared the image uh, with the caption pop the champagne hashtag I said yes. So congratulations to both of them. Just nice news for a Friday. Yeah, yeah. A bit of nice warm news to cheer you up on a Friday morning. Uh, good for them. I mean, I don't really have much more to add. It's just nice that people are happy. Put them back together in WWE. Yeah, it's a bit weird that they're not on. Maybe they'll do a wedding. Because weddings always do a nice number, you know? Throw it down on TV. Imagine how weird that would be, carrying cross the wedding. get two set. weddings in a row that actually goes to plan. Yeah, because the NXT one was really fun. It was great. Really fun. Do you reckon they could replicate replicate that on Raw? No, they'd ruin it. Yeah, they would. They won't be good. Uh, anyway, let's move on to your Twitter <laughs> questions. At what culture WWE, of course, if you want to get in touch with us. First question today from... Dom Cruz. I hope, Dom that's, his, Cruz. I hope that's his real Tremendous. name. Tremendous, I love uh, it. Thank you for getting in touch, Dom. Dom says, is Big E losing the title as soon as Netflix are done promoting Escape the Undertaker? I'm so excited for this. <laughs> that would be so cynical, wouldn't it? Hey, we're going to promote your choose-your-own-adventure with The Undertaker and then put you in the bin. I don't necessarily think he's going to have a long title reign, uh, Big E. Um, just as a babyface, babyfaces don't always need to hold the title no. for a long, long time. So I don't think he'll lose it within the next couple of weeks, put it that way. I think he'll get a few defences under his belt. Is he even defending it, Extreme um, Rules? Nothing's been Not announced yet. yet. Surely they'll hold yeah. that on. Join he'd, us for the Extreme Rules live stream on Sunday, by the way. Boom. You'd think you'd think they'd add something to that. But I'd like to see him have a long one. I think he's very talented and someone who should have been pushed a long time ago. Yes. Um, but uh, I don't think they'll be that that cynical. Fast forward to a week from now when he loses to <laughs> Jackson Riker or some random oh, please. Dana Brooke I or something. about him. I was having a lovely month <laughs> forgetting about Jackson Riker. He's not, he's not even been oh, in the... Has he been in the 24-7 Geek Squads even? No. Oh. Maybe. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. He's, not, he's not very good. Yeah, but I, I, I agree with you completely. I think it's very cynical. I don't think they just put the title on E for the sake yeah. of promoting that weird... He's Netflix not losing thing. it to Humberto Carrillo. No, exactly. I think he should defend it. Like, you're right. I think he yeah. should have a, a maybe a, a match against Bobby Lashley at Extreme Rules, maybe even a rematch with some stips on it in Saudi Arabia or whatever you want to do there. I'd have him basically hold it until at least Survivor Series. And then, yeah, maybe he drops it because I thought Adam Cleary's suggestion the other week where I asked him who the person to topple Roman Reigns is going to be, now Big E's WWE champion, and he said Big E. 
Because, yeah, he could <laughs> lose the, the title way. towards the end of the year. He could lose the title at TLC, for example. And if it's not going to be The Rock, as people are whispering about, have Big E win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, he'd be like a couple of years in a row where a popular person has won the yeah. Rumble and people have gone, yes, this is exactly I what I like we want. this, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I don't see it happening though at the moment that Netflix releases that weird thing. Although I do think we should do a watch-along. I think we should yeah. as well. Uh, so Mark Lee Willis, regular contributor, gives us Hello, our second Mark. question of the day. He says, if Cody does go full heel, do you think the whole Nightmare family turns heel with him? Or does he rejoin the elites with the, with the latter possibly saving face with the likes of Arn, Dusty, Shotty, Brock, etc.? Mm. Have a bloody good weekend, dude. You too, Mark. I think he'll do it completely independently if he does do it. Because yes. you saw how hacked off Arn was. Uh, Grand Slam when the poor guy fell over in it. Poor Iron Man. Yeah, he got knocked on the apron. Prize that he yeah. just fell off. Yeah, just a, uh, poor guy. But yeah, yeah, I think he'll do it independently, and I think he'll do his own thing. Him and Brandy, perhaps, um, because like you know we've got the, the elite's pretty big already, isn't mm -hmm. it? Do we need another like bold like upper mid card slash main event personality in there? I don't think we do. Um, I think him doing his own thing would be a pretty cool way to go. Yeah, I think it's fair. I don't think you want to turn the entire Nightmare family because then you've got like Lee Johnson and guys family, like and then what's going yeah. on with the Nightmare Factory and QT Marshall and all that lot. I think you'd have Cody turn heel. The Dadleys were getting very excited about it on our AEW Dynamite review yesterday in terms of what could be going back to if people remember what that used to be like with Bullet Club and stuff yeah. like that. You know, AEW is fine or you know whatever uh, it may be. There's AEW so is much, mine. There is so much potential there. Um, but yeah, I don't think you need to turn the whole thing. And uh, yeah, just very excited to see where this all goes next from here. I still can't believe we're talking about Cody being a heel considering how he was received in yeah. like 2019. But that's the way Stuck things around. goes and he's going to nail it, isn't he? Yeah. He knows exactly. He's a smart guy. Uh, Jonathan Johnson gives us our final question today saying, hello gents, what do you think about Sasha Banks potentially returning at Extreme Rules to cost Bianca Belair the title against Becky Lynch? I believe, I feel in my gut, and my gut is sizable, <laughs> that Becky Lynch is going to put Bianca Belair over and then move to Raw. So like... I'd, yeah, the draft's, what, like, start next month? Yeah, exactly. It's uh, I've completely blanked on the dates, but it's the first week of October. I think it's the SmackDown fallout from Extreme Rules, but the Raw the one week after. after. Yeah. That's right, that's right. So it's two week, two shows away on Raw. Um, yeah, I feel like that's the way it's going to go, but I think your booking scenario here is also good. Do you think Brock Lesnar shows up on Sunday? Oh, I hope so. Yeah. I, I feel like so. it's going to be this moment, it, my predictions, we're going to be talking about it on WrestleCulture today, and, of course, the uh, usual pay-per-view preview of myself and Michael Hamlet, which will come out tomorrow. But my prediction is, yeah, that Roman Reigns defeats the Demon. Oh, my God, what an achievement this is. He's literally never lost in WWE, apart from Tony Um <laughs> He beats him. He's standing tall, like, yeah, I'm the man. Acknowledge me. And then Brock Lesnar comes out and goes, see you in Saudi. Bye. See you later. See you later. <laughs> right, let's move on to today's and finally. And just, it's... Did you know, Andy Murray, it's a really good time to be a wrestling fan? It is really this week. It's been great, Actually to be is, fair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Raw was bit. surprisingly good this week. NXT's just banter. Yeah. And Dynamite had one of the best TV matches ever. Ever? Well, certainly, certainly my favourite match that I can think of off the top of my head that went to a draw. 
I'm with you. So there you go. Um, it is a great time to be a wrestling fan. It's a great time to be a wrestler. I just wanted to give a nod to, uh, what's his name? Oh yeah, Brian Danielson, you might have heard of him, <laughs> uh, who just tweeted, when you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Thank you to the incredible fans in New York last night. Thank you to AW and its wrestlers for putting in the work to make last night possible. Hashtag gratitude. Just nice, and it, not saying that he didn't do this in WWE, but it's always nice to see someone enjoying what they do, especially considering the roller coaster, let's say, of a career that Daniel Bryan, yeah. Brian Danielson has had. It's good to have him back as well it's good to have the american dragon back um i thought daniel bryan had an awesome ww run loved his ww yep. run but this is a different guy and it's going to be just as much fun exploring what he does in AEW as it was in ww and just to echo that sentiment really when you love what you do you never work a day in your life this is job <laughs> yeah yeah what um, did you do today love i went in and talked in an accident for two hours <laughs> And I called it a goddamn day with a bunch of smocks paid me. Like, that's it. Thank exactly. you so much for you guys for supporting us because we get to do this. And I just, seeing messages like that reminds me to be thankful that I'm not out delivering leaflets like I used to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I never go another day working a dull financial job like in the past uh, that I didn't enjoy, other people might enjoy. Yeah. Uh, this Each is their own. Yeah. Thank you very much to you guys for all your support. As always, just thought I'd do a nice one there for that. And uh, yeah, make sure you join us for our live stream on Sunday night. Myself and Phil Chambers uh, will be watching Extreme Rules along with you. It won't be quite as fun as last year where someone lost an eye, but it will still be fun nonetheless. Was last year, actually, was last year the crocodiles in the swamp fight? Right? Ooh, was that the same show as was the that horror one? show? I feel like yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was all brilliant. one big universe of bollocks. It was uh, class. Got one hell of a show to live up to. Uh, let us know your thoughts on everything we've discussed today in the comments section below, though. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. Loads of great stuff coming your way. Got the SmackDown preview, the Rampage Grand Slam preview, uh, and Wrestle Culture with a hashtag bloody good quiz coming later on today as well. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Well, actually, there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. The H today stands for hangover for no specific reason. We're fine. I'd like that to be known. Totally fine. We are absolutely fine. Other people in the What Culture Office, not so much. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilmore. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Uh, but for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Bye. <laughs>